Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 104 of the Holding Court Podcast. Today, I'm recapping my cross-country drive from California to Florida, including an unfortunate, ominous post-it note and a doorknob that fell off. And we'll share how things are going in spring training so far, all coming up right now on Holding Court. Well, 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 who had their very own little Karen moment yesterday? It wasn't a Karen moment. No, it was just a court correction, which you label as a Karen moment. The other night in Target, they were not honoring my coupon. They weren't giving me the gift card that I had earned. And you're very rattled that we had to go to guest services to handle the issue. And you even struck up a conversation with the Target team member and said, this is why we don't go shopping with the gals. This is what happens. What, we save money? We're diligent? He came up, first of all, it it took us an extra like 40 minutes at the register. No, don't try to pull the opportunity cost on me. It was maybe six minutes. (laughs) No. No. And it was principal. No. 30 minutes at worst. Okay. And then we had to go to the... Guest services. Guest services. As a former Target team member. And the guy, the guy that was trying to help us out at the self-checkout walked over while you were doing this whole transaction thing and trying to figure out. And he came up to me and goes, man, I understand your frustration right now. This is exactly why when my girl goes to Target, I stay home. Frustration. Yeah. It their was system just like, went, I broke their system. Right. And we had to stand there for 30 (laughs) minutes and try to figure it out. Whatever. Anyways, tell me about your very own and how long it took and what you accomplished and how you felt. This is the other big difference. Okay. So I went to Target yesterday Uh because uh, starting my whole 30. Congratulations. um, And I wanted to pick up an air fryer from Target so we can make our dinners and stuff here. And so... Court had sent me the particular air fryer that she wanted. There was one specific one that she wanted. There sure. was only there was only one left, by the way. It said two on the app. app. It said two. I think there was someone only must have left. snagged it. That deal was off the charts. So, but the screenshot that you you sent me, it said it was one hundred and twenty nine dollars, whatever. Yeah. And so I'm looking. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is it, but it says one ninety nine on the shelf. So. I'm like, this has to be it. It's just on sale online and it's not on sale in the store. So I put it in the cart. I go up to check out. The lady scans it and I ask her, how much did that ring up for? She said $199. And I said, I'm pretty sure it's on You're sale. You're like, uh, 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 here we go. See, this is when right. my freaking heart starts racing. I get, if you see me right now, I'm getting all right. excited. I'm like, okay. She says, about to fix it. She says, let me scan it one more time. And see how it comes up. She scans mm-hmm. it again. Yeah. It says one ninety nine. Wow. And I said, I think on the app, um, it's actually marked on sale for one twenty nine. And I showed her the screenshot. That's and she a goes, big You one. know what? Let me check. And she pulled out her phone. She thought you were faking it. No, she or pulled out like Best Buy or something. She pulled out her phone and went on her target app and she scanned it and it popped up one twenty nine. She goes, Oh, you were right. It is one twenty nine. So and then with all the other stuff that I bought, I think it was like 179 when I checked out or something. So that was a big time save. You got $70. everything for free, essentially. 
Yeah, if you, that's how you want to look at it. Fun fact, the but price it took match four minutes. on the Target app is actually, it takes a little more time and maybe you can just do it on bigger ticket items, but they will just adjust any price. Like if you're on the Target app, which I use it because it will show you which aisle everything's in. So yeah, it's the easiest time way to roaming around the store. But they will just without any question, you just show them, hey, it's actually cheaper on here and they just do it. And sometimes I'm like, wow, that was really too easy to Karen, but yeah. proud of you. But you're talking about this like thing, like it was like if you spend forty dollars in home supplies, you get a you get a gift card or a something. Ten dollar right? gift card. A ten dollar gift card. Which and you I were did. upset that you didn't get the gift card or something and then right. Right? Is yeah, but I happened? didn't it ended up the items weren't eligible. I didn't oh. Karen over that one. <laughs> I just was no. I when we rang up the other night, I was like, "Oh, I didn't get the gift card. I must have not reached the forty dollars." But I think you view this stuff as like a game and like a competition, and I think that's what like kind of fuels you and like gets your juices flowing. Yeah, I think that's, that's why that's you're so. Passion. I think that's why you're so into it because it's like competitive for you. Yeah, and getting like getting your way and getting not getting your way, but getting what was right done. I think feels good. I don't know. I think your entire life. If it life, was like a small business, like I don't, I would not be, I would be like, okay. But it's like, it's Target. <laughs> They're fine. I, they think, can, I mean, and the sales on the website, it's not like I'm creating a fake sale. Right. The sales and the offers are right there. So I'm going to take advantage. I think your entire life is based upon the documentary on that Pepsi the Pepsi documentary. Yeah, the dude where's my jet? Or, where's my jet? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Where the guy did I'm everything and he didn't get about his that. jet. Yeah. I'm still pissed about that. Yeah. And I think that's how you approach everything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it said that and he did it fair. I actually right. cannot cuz I remember when that happened in real time and Pepsi points were a big deal. I think all we earned in my household was maybe we got a crew neck Pepsi sweatshirt, something like that. We didn't get up to the jet, obviously, but it's true though. I think that's more, they tried to claim it was a joke or it's like, like, I don't know. And he was saying it was basically false advertisement. It was a deal that he thought that he should have got, but no, it's true. It's a wild documentary. You should watch it if you get a chance. Well, you just spoiled it. So I didn't spoil it. I mean, you said. I didn't spoil it. I think everyone knows what happened. Maybe but I like the whole it. I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize the whole process that they went through and like how he like did it. It was actually and I can't believe more people didn't do it. And his friend yeah. on there. No, it was good. Well I he found it. all the loopholes and put all of his effort into doing this. Right. And I mean, yeah, it would have been worth it at the end. Like the value was crazy. Cause it's I get what you're saying, like the time that it's taking me to do all this. Like, is it worth my time? Like is it taking me hours and hours to do something and then i'm only saving four dollars or whatever but i don't think that's true i don't think it takes that long i think there has to be a threshold i think like trying to save like 79 cents or something i and i get that it adds up and it compounds over time um but like if it's taking you if it's taking you 20 minutes to you know fight for that 79 cents then like, is it actually worth it? And I know you think it is. That might be rhetorical. I don't know. Let us know how hard you guys <laughs> fight for 
your deals. Well, a lot has happened since our last episode. I apologize for the week hiatus. We were getting settled out here in Florida for spring training. You actually came here. This was another deal moment for me and what how I chose to get to Florida. <laughs> but you actually took your flight here and you went to the field right off the plane. I was laughing because I dropped you off at the airport in your sweatshirt and sweatpants. And then I see your arrival photo at JetBlue Park, Fenway South. Mm -hmm. And you're in the same exact outfit. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow. He actually went straight to the field. You were that excited. I was. So I actually flew out on Valentine's Day that night. And I took a red eye from LA to Fort Lauderdale, landed in Fort Lauderdale, got a rental car, did the almost two hour drive from Fort Lauderdale Beautiful drive. into <laughs> Fort Myers and went straight. Uh, well, it was more than a two hour drive for me because there was a huge wreck. Oh. Um, and I was basically not moving for like that 45 sucks. minutes. Um, but then, yeah, about three hours got to Fort Myers <sighs> and went and did a workout. And even like the trainers and some of the strength guys um, who I hardly knew i didn't even know <laughs> where they were they're like what in the hell are you doing out here like you took a red eye you i slept for maybe an hour because i can't sleep i on can't planes. believe you can't sleep on a flight um, but that's for another day like why are you out here and i'm like what else am i gonna do like go just sit in the house and do nothing like i had to get out there i couldn't wait to get out there it was great were you tired exhausted are you oh you weren't like Adrenaline going? No, I, I was fine throughout the day. And I then I came back to the house after and um, I was trying so hard to like watch TV or stay awake. And I just could not keep, I kept falling asleep. You falling asleep while watching TV is the funniest thing on the planet. I have a video of you during the Super Bowl, yeah. mind you. And you're holding, because it'll you'll fall asleep mid- almost mid sentence <laughs> you're holding your phone in your hand and it's actually open on an app and you're fully out. I don't think you give me enough credit for the championship in the cornhole event that I won the night before. I was exhausted. <laughs> I've okay. given you plenty of credit. <laughs> I won a championship, brought it home. I was tired. I was recovering. <laughs> okay. And I had no vested interest in the Super Bowl. Really, like it didn't really care who won. Yeah, it got good, but yeah, it was all right. It was decent. But um, but you had a few days here without me. I did. I did. Um, just trying to get settled in, trying to get the place set up for when you came because you chose, which those are the words you use. You chose. 100%. To get to Florida a little bit differently than I chose to come. I so. didn't crawl. <laughs> you might took as well a very have. popular <laughs> method of transportation. Popular to very few, I think. I doubt that. I will. I will throw down right now. Let's do it. I. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you missed me or the dogs more, but maybe answer that after <laughs> I discuss. I think people listening part. are going to think you took like a Greyhound bus or something. After I know, we you're just acting obscene. It. I, it's not that crazy. So but. I have the two dogs. You had to get there. I needed to stay a couple days to get everything ready. I had a lot of stuff to bring. My option was fly commercial and the dogs would have to be under the plane. 
or I could have one. Like, how do I pick one dog with me? Who do you pick? I don't know. Who do you pick? I think you're a hundred percent picking Rigby. Rigby's more calm in a public sense. Like Moon is a little bit of a spaz, but I like I can't make that decision. Right. I had a lot of stuff right. that were beyond two. I mean, this podcast set up alone. I had our bed jet that saved our marriage, our <laughs> our heated cooling bed system. Uh, what else did I bring? The dogs' crates. Yeah, those are very. Uh, I had, I mean, I just had a lot of stuff. And so I chose my winter clothes. Yeah. I brought all your jackets, a lot of heavy stuff, boots, all that for Boston that we'll just be able to, the nice thing is they do a truck and you can just put all your stuff on the truck and that goes up to Boston. So that really lightens my load literally (laughs) and figuratively. And you know I love a drive and you didn't let me drive on our RV trip in January. So I was ready to be behind the wheel and I looked it up and when it said 37 hours, you thought I was crazy. Yep. But what else was I going to do? No, you you nailed it. You Fly did it. private for $8 million. That's to, like, I don't know. It's just for me about the adventure along the way i love a road trip i love being able to just put stuff in the car it's easier we have the dog's little car seats in the back which we fit those i mean i this car that i rented which i got a great deal through costco mind you uh was it through costco or was it through the entertainment book entertainment somewhere book. yeah entertainment, the entertainment book. book yeah so i got a great deal and asked my sister hey would you be down because i think it was when you were still playing with the Mets and I was going to drive um, our last dog home in my Jeep and then leave it there for the summer and then go to New York to be with you because I don't think I could have my dog in your apartment. And my sister did that drive with me yeah. and crushed it. So I was like, hey, are you down for another road trip? And she said, absolutely. And so she came out, she actually landed and we went right away to get the rental car and we were going to leave that night. I didn't even let her have a day in LA. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so we went to, she landed perfectly early. So I'm thinking, okay, we're right on schedule to leave tonight and get to Tucson, which was my goal for our first stop. And we go over to the rental car place. I want to say it was budget which is very fitting for this episode and we get there and it looks like the federal building during a surge of people needing their passport in four minutes it is like take the dmv and multiply it by the federal building where you get your passport at the office that's what it looked like people were sleeping on the concrete family i mean people were dropping out of line you think the line, it's one of those where you think the line is where it's at and then you go around the corner of the building and it's still going and then you go down the building and then you realize it's wrapping around the back end. And I find a worker and I say, is this the line for people that have reservations? And he was not kind to me. He was like, I don't know. He like snapped back at something and I was like, whoa, okay. So I'll be getting in this line. Thank you for helping. (laughs) Like you could be, and there are ways that I think he could have 
helped the situation instead of just going because he was kind of pissing people off. He was just kind of bopping around and people were getting annoyed by him because there were things that could have expedited the process. Like you can go on the reservation and you can upload, like scan your driver's license, upload your credit card information, answer all the questions they're going to ask you. And I think they could have maybe had someone there informing the people. Yes. Going down the line and saying, Hey, go on here, right here. Like upload your driver's license. This will save so much time. We will, we're short staffed. I totally understand but this guy was just kind of like, I don't know, roaming around and annoying. We ended up making up because he snapped at me and then he found me later and was like, hey, really sorry for how I spoke with you. You have a very nice smile. And then, then it got weird. But I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're fine. Like, we're it's not a big deal. I understand. Like, you guys are short staffed. There's a lot going on. But Re- realistically, how many people do you think were in line? Because you sent me a video of it and it was like, like insane. 300. I don't know. It was a lot. The, like, it was hard to tell because some were families and then some people were on their own. Yeah. Right. But then I made it to the building and they say, okay, who's, who has a reservation? I was like, okay, me. And he said, she can't come into the building. And I thought, oh, I'm next about to go on up. There's a line inside, like a little horseshoe of another line. So it was like another 20, 30 people inside. So your sister had to wait outside when yes. you were in there. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I need to add her as the additional driver. And they're like, oh, they'll call her in if she, should they need her. I'm like, this seems like it's not being done maybe the best way possible. But it's fine. We made it. If any other time, I wouldn't have cared. But we just wanted to try to get On everything loaded. And fun fact, I hadn't packed yet. So it was kind of my in fault. In true that we Courtney <laughs> fashion. I just think it was until I had the car... Because I went and got one of those bars for the car to hang clothes. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what takes up the most time and annoying space, and then you just have to rehang everything, is taking clothes off. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go into my drawers and just grab, you know, workout clothes, sweatpants, bras, socks, underwear, all that. And then anything else, I hang. Right. So I'm just thinking, I'll just kind of go shop in my closet down the line because everything is organized by sleeve length and style. So I went through this is true. and just grabbed, you know, what tank tops, what jackets, what t-shirts, whatever, and then just hung it straight in the car. And then from there kind of figured out how much room I had left. So it was actually kind of perfect. But going back to the rental car place, I get the car and it is a massive car. I think it was an expedition, right? Yep, Ford expedition. So, uh, I'm thinking home free. This is great. There's like a small chip in the window. I make a notation and we're on our way. So my sister's driving my car. I'm in the rental car. I start driving away from the rental car place and my car, I thought we were having an earthquake, but you actually don't, I heard you don't feel earthquakes when you're in a car, but it felt like that. The car just starts shaking uncontrollably vibrating and then the check engine light just starts flashing on and I'm thinking wonderful guess where I get to go right back to is the line that I loved so much but I went back I actually found my new friend that we um made amends he liked your smile he loved my smile he's like you're back and I said my car it's shaking he said oh go inside and go right to the right and they'll do a swap for you. I guess there was a special desk. So I didn't have to wait back in line. So That's I was good. like, glad I called that guy. Yeah. So went in, got it swapped for actually, it was a brand new car. 
but I ended up getting. And it had the craziest system, like all the Apple CarPlay, like massive screen. If you saw my video, I posted about the little song roulette thing. It was actually great for that. <laughs> and the other one didn't have that. It just had like the little digital screen. Oh, really? So it was more of like a work truck. So I thought, okay, great. And we were on our way. Um, got back home, loaded everything up. We definitely didn't make it to Tucson before like 1 a.m., but it was fine. <laughs> There's a little traffic getting get out like of LA. 2 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. But we did Airbnbs the whole way, which was perfect for the dogs because most, I would say every Airbnb I've stayed at for the past couple of years have had just the key codes that where you just go up and punch, it's like whatever door lock and they make it whatever your code and then you can just get in whatever. Cause that was my thing is hotels with the dogs and getting in late and then they're going to want to run around and do all that. So I kind of found, we stopped three different nights. So I found places in each city that had like a fenced in yard and they could kind of run around and stretch their little legs and be ready for the next day. How are the Airbnbs? Well, funny you should ask. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so the first night in Tucson, I think the Airbnb, if you're ever in Tucson, was called the Lemon Tree or something like that. Very affordable, very cute, very lemon themed. Down to uh, lemon heads, the candy. Really? In a little jar when you check in. Oh, that's nice. And yeah, it was just, it was cute. And then there was the second night, um, where were we at? Sonora, Texas. Um, oh, I'm mixing it up. Lemon drop was actually in Sonora and actually maybe don't stay there, but (laughs) (laughs) Tucson the first night was the kind of Southwest theme one that had the picture of the donkey over the table. It was so cute and had this little bar area and the backyard actually had this like little tree house where you could go out and have drinks. I mean, we got in so late, we didn't even get to enjoy anything. And it actually had this massive gate that you had to open from the inside and then the outside. So I'm running down this alley in my Crocs like at 2 a.m. Like, because my sister couldn't get the gate open. It was (laughs) user error. But so I had to run back around to the front of the house, come through the house and then run back around in the alley. And then the wind was so crazy. At one point it blew. I almost knocked out my budget rental car with this freaking gate. It was like cast iron or whatever. And flung open and I stuck my arm out of the car window and stiff armed it and stopped it narrowly from destroying the rental car. It would have been so bad. I would have been very grateful for the MX free rental car coverage. You just put your, $75,000. You put your broken thumb up in front of it. And no, I fully it. did. Honestly, the thumb's fine. It just can't bend. But I was worried that like I was going to literally hyper out, but it was fine. I stopped it. And my sister was like, holy shit, I cannot believe that just happened. But that place was lovely. Um, it had a room with, it had a, like a master bedroom, but then there was a room with two queen beds or two full size beds. So we just stayed in that one. Cause I don't know, it was the, a place we didn't know and didn't know the area and all that. So it felt safer to stay in the room with two beds, but then the lemon tree, I think it was the lemon tree. Everything was so cute and it was great and lovely and same deal pulled up into the carport fenced in yard everything's great and I go to lock up 
for the night and I go to the back door, which is where the fence was, which was weird because the back fence, the door was open when we got there. I actually ended up messaging the host and she said, oh, I went to go check on the place and set it up earlier and I left it open. Don't know if I believe that or if it was a creeper, but I go to lock the back door and the handle just falls off into my hand. And <laughs> I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. So I'm MacGyvering this thing. And my sister and I are looking everywhere for a screwdriver, which led me to think that I need to travel with certain things down the road. I think I said a screwdriver. A knife. A kni- just like a, almost like a Swiss army knife. Because I feel knife, like yeah. there's, yeah, there's screwdriver on there. and Flashlight. Like, yeah, flashlight I had. Mace. I had mace. I was ready. Uh, there was something else. Batteries. Not batteries. There was something else. I was like, I definitely need to bring this. It'll come to me. But we kind of MacGyvered it and then propped a chair under it. And I wrote the host. <laughs> and I'm like, do we sleep? Do we go to a hotel? What do we do? And then my sister's just standing there with this look on her face of guilt, maybe. I don't really know. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I have to tell you something. I'm like, what? You broke the door? Like what? And she holds out her hand and it's a crumpled post-it note. And I'm like, what? I don't get it. And she was like, okay, hear me out. Before the handle fell off into your hand, I snuck into your room and placed a post-it note on your pillow that said, you will die tonight. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and like, <laughs> she goes, had I known you would now be in a scenario where you were actually thinking that you someone might. broke in the back fence, because this is how my mind works, as someone that stays alone a lot, I thought, okay, someone got into the back fence. Yeah, because it was open. like rigged that lock and kind of already opened it. And then the second I lay my weary head on my little lemon drop pillow, they're going to come in and murder me. Ugh. And she's like, and I'm like, that is a bad omen. And I'm like, we're going to a hotel. And she's like, no, 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 I, do, I did it. Like it was joking. I was like, yeah, but why would you, like, I know you did it as a joke, but why did your mind tell you to do that? Like you must, like something bad's going to happen. And so I messaged the host. I said, hey, Dornell felt I go back to read the reviews because it had really good reviews, but there was one from last November that said the back door was kind of finicky. And she responded and said, oh, thanks for bringing that to my attention. I'll fix that immediately. Clearly, she just never addressed it. Right. And she wrote me back. I think I wrote her. I mean, again, we got in so late, like 2 a.m. And I wrote her. She responded and just said, do you want my handyman to come over right now? And I'm like, well, no, I don't want a strange man coming into the lemon drop <laughs> estate right <laughs> at now at 2 a.m. Just we're and she's like, well, for what it's worth, it's a very safe area. I'm like, okay, like that doesn't, sure, you can say that, but who knows? And now I'm thinking all the worst scenarios, but we ended up getting some sleep. I mean, we didn't sleep that much because we were kind of getting up and doing I don't know, like 11 hours. It ended up being 39 hours, I think, of driving. It said 37, but I think we had a little traffic, a couple spots. But she said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll look into that. And I mean, it is what it is, but I think that's definitely, I'm glad I had the dogs there and I'm glad my sister was there. But if I was someone staying alone, 
that's terrifying, <laughs> you know, to check in to a place and the back door knob is, I mean, I was using everything to fix this thing. I, I used a knife. I used, uh, I think I used the thing from an outlet, like one of the prongs to kind of, and I, and the screw was, it wasn't stripped. It just was too small. So it was going straight through the hole. Oh, and just spinning. Yeah, but it was the same, it was that, it was the same like brushed aluminum style. So I don't know if they, something, I don't know, something must've got mixed up, but so don't stay at Lemon Drop. And then we went to our last place in um, Louisiana, Loranger. I don't know how you say it, Loranger. Low Ranger. And <laughs> I guess when I booked it, I put in, you know, two people staying there and two dogs staying there. And it said entire house. It said something about not using, not having access to the garage, which is normal. The first place uh, we stayed at had a garage, but they didn't let use it. The second place had a carport, but we get there and I'm thinking, okay, let's pick our room and whatever. First of all, I go over to the panel to set the heat because it's a little chilly. And the image on the screen <laughs> is a guy, but he's in the same spot that I'm standing. But when you look at it, it looks like a guy in a dark room on a Zoom. So I'm thinking I'm looking at someone looking at me, but it was just the last image of the camera on that panel. Oh, I see. You know how the okay. like security systems have cameras on the right, panel sometimes? Right, so it was a guy looking but at the panel. But it was a dark room, and I just saw a shoulder, shoulders and head. So I'm thinking... So that's creepy, too. I'm thinking... He, I'm trying to get him to blink or something. Like, is this guy looking at us? <laughs> then I was super uncomfortable that we're in this place, and there's a camera in... Which I know that's common, but they have to disclose it if there's cameras in the place. And there definitely was a camera in the place. But then we're going around and that was a video I posted and every single door is locked except the bathroom and one bedroom with like a full size bed and no nightstand (laughs) and like the saddest bedding. But the bed was actually comfortable and we slept fine. And I honestly though, there's this thought of, is there an entire family living in this home and they just go quiet when someone's there (laughs) or a murderer? Well, yeah, you would never know. Well, and I'm thinking this guy's, it's, and my sister's like, oh, it's disarmed. So the camera's not, and I'm like, no, disarmed just means the security system's disarmed. Right. They can still see at the camera at all times. All times. All times. Yeah. <laughs> Every hour of the night. Yeah. So I'm just, oh my gosh, what an adventure. But it's fine. It was fine. I think if we had, because I was booking him that same day. I think if I had planned a little more, because I think it's hard when you're driving to know how long you want to drive every day because you might run into traffic, something might happen. And so to commit to booking something that you can't cancel is kind of difficult. But I think once, I don't know, if we did it again, I would definitely maybe book ahead and all that. I mean, it it turned out fine. You guys made it. We made it. (laughs) The drive was great. Everyone keeps saying, oh my gosh, are you, you know, that had to have been so great. It was actually relaxing and I actually got to drive. My sister drove two hours the first night to get us into Tucson. And then I kept saying, okay, I'll drive the first two and then you can switch and we'll kind of do, you know, if we get tired, we can do one hour, one hour, one hour, one hour. 
I never gave up the wheel. I just mm. felt right at home and things were just working and you know, it just worked. It was a little hard because you know, I love to look up roadside attractions, but we just had to rely cause she's not really a look up plan ahead kind of road trip gal. I'm a little more seasoned in that department. So we just had to rely on billboards and I see you looking at me and I don't care. <laughs> Interesting. You drove the whole way and didn't let your sister drive. Cause I feel like on this podcast, you've given me a lot of crap for not letting you drive the RV. Yeah. That's cause you don't trust me to drive the RV. Cause why it's didn't like you let your sister drive? Big ring. I just felt in the zone, honestly, like Carl Malone, truly. I was going, everything was going good. And the time was going by really fast. We weren't like, I don't know. There was just really no reason to change. If it ain't broke, it's fine. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. hundred percent. I think it went really well. And I had her there for company and safety, even though she wrote a post note to me. Yeah, right. And then I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get murdered and then they're going to find this post-it note and then be tracing the handwriting and it's going to be my sister's handwriting yeah. i'm laughing but it's not funny no no not at, not all. at all i mean it was funny like we laugh about it now because right it's fine but in the moment i think she was like why did i pick of all nights though she picked the night that whatever anyways but we did do some stops of course she did. And I, I, it's sad because whenever I do these stops off the roadside, I fall in love with these salsas that I find. They're the best. And the best one I found was in New Mexico. And I don't, where, where, how will I get this tiny small batch salsa? Is that the one you had the other night that was really spicy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so good, was though. Good. New Mexico has really, really good salsas because they always do the hatch chili, like mm -hmm. the roasted chili. Yep. This one was called Papa's Extra Hot or something. I'm sure I could find it. Yeah. Uh, Nate Lucero, our old yeah, I'll trainer, just send Nate. He, would, he grows his own peppers. Like, yeah. He's I like, know. whatever you he's need. He's given them to me before. Yeah. Jalapeno, ghost peppers. He has They're hot, too. Yeah. They're so good. But maybe he can track it down. People giving me... Because even... Corey, our dog trainer, brought us back salsas yep. from New Mexico. From New Mexico. And then our friend Brad brought me a jar of Jardinera the other day. So from Chicago. Pickled and spicy items are is the currency to, to your heart. By my heart. It's my <laughs> love language, truly. <laughs> That's all I want. But we stopped at something called the thing. And I don't remember seeing this when we did that drive, but there were billboards building for an hour what is the thing you know at a carnival or state fair and they'll say oh we have this freak show or we have this thing that you have to see it just kept saying what is it is it an alien is it a dinosaur what is the thing and how do you drive by that so we didn't we pulled over and we walked through this whole exhibit and it's talking about what if aliens and dinosaurs got in this epic battle and i truly i don't even know what it was but then you walk through the end and then it's this alien body lying in a capsule and there's a sombrero over his junk 
I don't really know. <laughs> so was it was it real or they just like made well, up this thing? Was and that's the why they alien call it a thing. body? Yeah. Clearly, it, it's not a real alien. No. I mean, I don't know. It depends. There's been a lot of sky things lately, UFOs and all that. A lot. But kind of it's, creepy. It's made by an artist, but it's I don't know. It's like a. I gotta post it. It's strange. I don't want to ruin it though. It was five dollars. It's fine. You supported the. I don't know if you're ruining it, but I mean, if you've been there, let me know if you stopped at the thing. And then, of course, my sister wanted to get a T-shirt, and right, I got some jerky and all that. But I don't think anyone is jumping in their car right now. No, I wonder if people have done it. Drive down to see the thing. Oh, it says you can go five dollars per person or ten dollars per family. So I guess we only had two. We didn't really get the benefit of that. But it's in. uh, Where is it at? It's, it's Texas Flagstaff? No. Arizona. North Johnson Road, Dragoon, Arizona. Mm. Yeah, it says you'll start seeing a lot of signs along Interstate 10 between El Paso and Tucson. Why didn't you stop at the Reindeer Ranch if you were in Flagstaff? I know, I didn't stop. But we weren't in Flagstaff, El Paso and Tucson. We didn't go up I that not that high. Or I would have stopped. But it was the best. And then we also found this other roadside jerky place where the lady asked if we wanted to do a jerky sampling. And of course we had to. I got the best jerky again. When will I ever find it again? And then one of the best stops was going to our first Bucky's experience. You're wearing a Bucky's Beaver shirt. Oh my God, I am actually. Right so <laughs> it's a base it's like a vintage baseball shirt. It says Bucky's Beavers. It's red. I so you always hear about Bucky's, right? I've never heard of Bucky's. What? Never. Okay. So it's kind of a have you seen Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop in Iowa? Mm-hmm. So it's like that. It doesn't have the blimpies, which is so good. And it's its own brand. So Iowa 80 has a Wendy's in there, a Cinnabon, whatever. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while, but has all these places. But Bucky's it's its own enterprise. And the billboards are funny. They have little jokes on them and they say, oh, come get the brisket. It's kind of uh, like Krispy Kreme when they'll have a light that comes on and it's fresh brisket Mm. and people go nuts for it. Yeah. But you step in and it's just everything Bucky's. T-shirts, keychains, dog toys, which I got one for Rigby, uh, swimsuits, which I didn't realize that getting the swimsuit of the season is a big deal. Pool floats, everything. And then they have a wall of jerky. They have, I got some Bucky's hot sauce. I got a sweatshirt because I don't know, it felt right. And candy. And then they have Bucky's nuggets, which are corn nuggets, which are like the famous, no, no salt and vin. Mm. Well, they had some, but they were, they had milk in them. So I couldn't get them. But what were they? Bucky's? Yeah. And then the bathrooms are immaculate and there's art in there that you can purchase on the wall, the hallway leading up to the bathroom spacious. I could have done six double turns in there and just super clean and just lovely. And then we're checking out and I, I think, well, my sister and I got the matching hoodie and I got the t-shirt and then we got the Bucky's nuggets and the hot sauce. And I was thinking, Oh my gosh, should I go overboard in here? And the (laughs) cashier said, I've had families come in here and drop thousands of dollars on Bucky's merchandise. 
Really? So maybe there's a black market for Bucky's merchandise or I can't believe I've never even heard an of it. underground thing. I guess there's a bunch of YouTube videos that kind of go viral of people experiencing Bucky's, but oh, why didn't you do a TikTok? I did. You did? Of me twirling through Bucky's and hugging him? Did I miss this? You must have missed it. Dang okay. algorithm. I You're mean, just putting out so much content. <laughs> don't watch it now. But I don't know. It was really cool. We didn't get the brisket, which we're sad about. But there's always next time. There's so next time year. you're in Texas, there's two in Florida, but they're super north and super east. So that was my Bucky's experience. Shoot. And posting even the video in my Airbnb wearing my Bucky sweater, people were commenting about Bucky's. That was the star of the show. I found it. I see you're watching it right now. There's a giant Bucky's stuffed animal. I know. I hugged him. I'm mm. sure a million people have hugged him. And he's never been cleansed. That place looks great. No, it's amazing. Let's go. I didn't even get... And there was that was where I stopped to walk the dogs. There was like a little dog walk area. That's cool. And there were a bunch of kittens off to the side. And then a box of people threw like bait fish to them. It's like, oh, I guess that makes sense. But there were a bunch of feral cats mm. roaming in the bushes. But it was an experience. And then I think we ended up getting to Florida... The next day, there was another Bucky's along the way, and we were gonna stop and get the brisket, but we never did. You guys got in late. Yeah, we got into in Florida. Yeah, like two a.m. Yeah, that was kind of the theme, but <laughs> with the time change, it works against you. Right, you, you lose, lose an hour. You pretty much every day. Yeah, lost an hour every day, and then stopping, we'd stop with the dogs and go on a hike or go on a walk, stop and get food. Mm-hmm get gas, everything. It just kind of adds up. So I think when you look at it and you think, oh, we'll drive 11 hours a day, like time change, all that. Like we were probably, what, in the car? Like 14 hours, 15, I don't know. It was fine. It was great. No complaints. You made it in one piece. Yeah, everything the dogs, here. The dogs were great. The dogs slept like the whole time. Oh my right? gosh. They were yeah, fantastic. they slept 90% of the time. They were so great. They and just love their little, they love their little car seats. Yeah, before they would be up in the front seat and just, I don't know. It's nice to have them up there, but I can't really hold on to them. And then if you're snacking anything, they're all up in your shit. So, and I think they feel secure in their little car seat and you can just like give them a little stick to chew on and they kind of settle down. Yeah. But they were great. They were perfect. And every time we stopped, I'd br we brought them into a few places, but. If we'd leave them in the car for a couple minutes, they were great. So what you're saying surprised. is... Uh, so I highly recommend the drive from LA to Florida. Uh, I actually have a recap of all the cities that I got to see. So Blythe, Phoenix, Tucson, El Paso, San Antonio, Houston, Baton Rouge, Mobile, Alabama, Pensacola, Tallahassee, and Tampa, all the way to beautiful, sunny, Fort humid Myers. Fort Myers. And I got to check off some states. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Alabama? Was that one? Uh-huh. What else? Just um, Alabama, right? Yeah, maybe just Alabama. But I'm on my mission to have 50 states by the time I'm 50, so it was nice. Did we determine, is Alaska going to be 50? I don't know. Yeah. Can't plan it, obviously. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you think of Florida so far? I love it. Because... The only challenge I've had has been I did a I've done two shorter marathon runs because my midweek runs are Tuesday, Thursday. 
and they're shorter. So I've been doing them inside. And today I actually had a 14 mile run outside. My training has been so wacky and so hard to get done this time. So I will take all of the prayers and well wishes because it's the marathon is literally three weeks away. I don't even know how that's possible, but today running outside, I tried to time it where I started running right when the sun came up and thinking I could be fine before it got hot and humid and it did not. The last two miles were pretty rough. Um, why'd you end up changing routes? You ended up running to basically to JetBlue. I know. Well, I, I could have went left out of our complex and then I looked up how far your stadium was and it was a perfect seven miles. So I thought, okay, I'll run and then turn around at the stadium and go back. I don't so know. you actually got to the stadium yeah. and turned around? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, I could have run earlier and probably dodged the heat, but I just am not super comfy running in a new area when it's dark out and I don't really know what's going on. Something so. else, something else happened on your run. That's kind of your like, get your juices flowing. Oh yeah. I found someone's driver's license on the sidewalk. And then you like found them and hunted them down and got a hold of them. And yeah. So I was running, this was on my way out before I came and turned around and went back the seven miles and I saw a driver's license just clear as day in the middle of the sidewalk. And I thought, okay, that's weird. And kind of looked around to see, because a lot of times people will steal purses and then they ditch the idea out of it. They kind of take everything out of it and toss it. So I thought, okay, maybe they toss other stuff around here. Maybe there'd be a credit card or something. Nothing. And so I just kind of set it. There was a big street light and there was a ledge on the street light. And I kind of looked at what intersection I was at. And I thought, okay, I'll just find the person. I remembered their name. I did my little trick of how to remember their last name. And set it up there and then ran down. And then when I came back, it was still there. And I thought, I don't want this to get into someone's hands that it shouldn't be in. Right. And I know that I might not be able to find her and I'd rather have the address on there because it was an apartment. And I thought, okay, I can go to the apartment and speak to the manager. <laughs> that wasn't intentional. That <laughs> just came out naturally <laughs> and see if she still lived there. And if not, if they can reach out to her. Yeah. Like, don't give me her information, whatever. But you call her and just say, hey, your license is here. Someone found it. I thought that I could get it to her faster than leaving it there and letting things play out. So I'm finding her or I'm not finding her on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, nothing. And then her LinkedIn popped up. So I look and she hadn't been active since 2020 on LinkedIn. But I sent her a message and she wrote me back. And so I'm actually going to meet her later today. So I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> we're going to meet at the mall. Once we wrap this up, we're yeah. going to go. I'm going to go deliver it to her. I'm going to ask her how she lost it. No, I don't know. I hope uh, she tells me, but I don't know if she's going to tell me. Operation deliver an ID. It's, yeah. It's your uh, pay it forward yeah. act of the day. No, every, I mean, everyone's had that stuff happen. Everyone's had phones taken or wallets stolen and it's the worst. And so anytime I have any chance to be the one if a bunch of people see something somewhere like I always try to be the one to take it because I know that I'll do Follow my best to get it back get to it the back person again. or make sure it gets in there right driver's license that's the worst like you can't do anything without your driver's yeah. license and then replacing it is miserable you have to go to the DMV and all that yeah I mean so I'm she's probably gonna be so thrilled when I hope she didn't ID. it says on there that it's already a replacement from one that she lost in 2021 so maybe she just loses them I'm hoping it wasn't like a stolen bag situation but 
We shall see. Yeah. I will be delivering it to Brittany in a few minutes. All right. Yeah. Well, that is going to do it for this week's episode. A friendly reminder, as always, to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, you can rate and review the podcast. I actually heard someone say to increase getting reviews, offer to read every review you get the following week on air. Oh, should we try it next week? I don't know. I'm nervous. Will people get, will people pull funny business? Who cares? No, I'll Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Okay. Write a review and I'll read them as long as they're fine i mean i'll read whatever who cares there's no there's no like rating or censorship (laughs) here but just read the reviews i know but if you say i'm the worst i'll still read it it's fine that's right well you still listen to the end we'll give your full name we'll give your full name and email on the podcast i know (laughs) i need to go back to sending out little stickers and thank you cards to people that leave reviews but okay next week let's do it i'll read a review. This could be fun. I'll read the reviews that you leave. I think you can only leave them on Apple. Spotify is just a star rating. Yeah. So, so go on Apple and leave a review. Go on Apple and leave a review. Well, thanks for listening and we'll talk to y'all next week. See ya. Bye. Boom, 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 bo